to another episode of The Big Question, presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss what movies DC should actually make next. As always, I'm Rich Kubit, and this week I'm joined by Josh Daly. Hello, everybody. Hello, Cooper. Um, welcome to Hump Day, yeah. Wednesday. Um, hope you're all enjoying that awesome thing that we're all talking about and will continue to talk about for a while now. <laughs> um, it's so cool, and I'm so glad we're all talking about it. Yes. They're, we're, That's well, my just-in-case-the-Avengers 4 trailer drops. Oh, okay, I got <laughs> um, you. I need to be relevant. Every, every week, we'll just, we'll just keep saying, this This could be it. Exactly. Could right. be this one. But since, Nobody knows. But since this is the midweek show that's not actually done midweek, I, d- I wanted to have my bases oh, okay. gotcha. covered. I got you. Um, but if you actually want to know when the trailer drops... You need to head over to Twitter and follow us at Friends and Film. Because we'll have the exclusive. We have the, yeah, actually, Joe and Anthony Russo <laughs> in studio um, next week. Yeah. Yep. Producer that's right. is giving me the signal next yep. week to exclusively release the trailer. Yeah. So that's where you'll find that update. <laughs> Only on Friends and Film. Mm hmm. But you can also find all of our other shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever your podcasts can be found. But if you can on Apple Podcasts, Please rate us and review us. That'll ultimately help rank us, and then we can find more friends of the show. Yeah, so that is always our goal. But um, we're also here to deliver, hopefully, fun, entertaining content. That's what we hope to do Mm -hmm. with this big question as well. Um, Going into DC, their slate of movies that they have in development because, my goodness, do they have a lot. When you really count them all up, you line them all out there, you're like, wow, there's just too many movies that they could ever possibly make. Um, I mean, I guess if these movies, if the universe or goes on they? for another hundred thousand years, yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. most of these movies will probably be made at some point. But uh, a lot of these are just like, wow, when when would this ever fit in? When would this ever happen? Mm-hmm. We don't know. But what we do know is that DC has slated f- four upcoming movies that are in the DC extended universe in this continuity, yep. a fifth one, including with, you know, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Right. Um, that is an Elseworlds banner, not part of the connected universe thing, but so we're told, so we're told, I mean, I, I don't know how it makes sense if it wasn't, we just haven't seen any marketing or anything like that, like on top of it yet. So it's just like, I'll believe it when I see okay, it. That's fair. You know, who knows when they'll be ready to throw Joker out the window. I, uh, or I mean, Jared Leto. Sorry. Yeah. Well, apparently the, some of the set photos and videos, that's like, Joking Phoenix like jumping into a car window, like <laughs> onto a taxi. It's like, what are you doing? Um, he's going all out. Um, I hope we can get a trailer, but like early next year probably. Um, oh yeah, definitely. So, but anyways, as far as the DC extended universe is concerned, we know that Aquaman comes out this December, mm-hmm. just a couple of weeks. It's yes. almost here. Um, and then next April, Shazam Bam. hits, and then that's it for 2019 until 2020 comes along because. Birds of Prey comes out in February, and then Wonder Woman 1984, which was supposed to come out November 2019, has now been delayed to June of 2020. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but hopefully that just means they have more time to make it even better. Mm-hmm. So whatever you have to do, Patty, we have faith in you. Um, but that's just four projects. DC has several others, and just so you guys know what projects we could choose from to, you know, pick which one of like you know between like three to five choices of in development dc movies that they need to make next after those after wonder woman 1984 we don't know anything else officially but here's what we know are projects they have are they have or are or 
currently at some points have uh, considered yes. making. That list goes The Flash, Suicide Squad 2, The Batman, Green Lantern Corps, Justice League Dark, Batgirl, Nightwing, Supergirl, Gotham City Sirens, The Joker and Harley Quinn, Cyborg, Black Adam, Deathstroke, Lobo, New Gods, Booster Gold, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, Joker, Man of Steel 2, Blue Beetle, and Zatanna. Oh, man. That's 20. This guy, it's at least. Yo, you don't have them numbered? I don't have them oh, numbered. Oh, shoot. Okay. I tried to type them all out, but then I lost track at seven, so I, we're, I was done for. That's a, Okay, that's at least 15 titles for sure that someone is working on a script for. Yeah, it is over 20. Yeah, it's way over 20. And that is ridiculous in so many ways. Yeah. Like a cluster. Uh, it is a lot of things there that it's just like how are you going to even begin to unwind and piece all of these things together yeah i mean some of these you could debate whether or not they are actually going to happen or if they're right. currently happening or if they're mm-hmm. just like a you know we oh we had a meeting with will smith one day and he was like yeah i'd love to do a dead shot movie and they're like, all right cool intern put that on the board yeah and it's like okay cool you're supposed to like at least like erase some of the bad ideas right. off the whiteboard they, they just they just keep them all on there um or at least that's how not the fans thing. and internet and everything looks at it. They look at it as a whole because mm-hmm. we don't know. Right. We don't know what movies are not happening. Um, but that's what we're here to maybe try to help DC do. Yes. Suss out what is the winners and what are the losers. Exactly. Or not losers, but just what are the real what are, ones? What are the ones that maybe shouldn't happen or mm-hmm. need several other years of development? To, okay. To Can I ask you a question then okay. before we get sure. going here? Which one of these movies, before we got talk about what should which Ooh, one should not? Just, just give me one that you out just of everything would, I just mentioned. Out of everything you just mentioned, you just say no. Nope, shut it down. Don't Jared, even go that far. Jared Letter Joker movie. Uh huh. Yep. No, thank you. Yeah. I think the Phoenix one has a lot of potential to be fun, but not mm-hmm. or not fun to be surprising and good yep. and offer something different for the character. But I do not need to see Jared Leto be the Joker for an entire movie. Yeah, because it'd be a two-hour movie too. Oh yeah, like I don't, I just don't need that. Yeah, need you either. know, if you ha- if you have to bring him back, like and do the Harley verse Joker movie, mm-hmm. I could maybe get on board. That. I could understand where that could go potentially, but uh, yeah, a two-hour movie of Jared Leto's Joker, nah, no thanks. Even if it was a new direction and whatever, I don't need it. Yeah. What um, about you? Uh, I would surprising. Don't hate me. Okay. But I would throw out the cyborg movie. Really? I would. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry, Ray. But you're not ready for prime time. Cyborg or Ray? Cyborg. <laughs> but Ray Fisher has Cyborg. Um, it just needs to be something else. Like, ideally, I would insert a pitch for just your Young Justice yeah, or something like Teen that Titans in movie. here. But it just that's it's it's unworkable. It really is by itself. I disagree, and that's one of the mentions I'm going to mention. What? I want to see a cyborg movie. Is that your? Is this your first one? It's not my first one, but it's on my list. And okay. Since you mentioned it, as it shouldn't happen, I I got to start off. Give it, give it its pitch. I guess. Please defend this, then, man. I mean, I, I, I can. I'm some sellable here, but I, I don't know. Okay, I don't think Justice League <clears throat> did him a ton of favors. No. Um, but I think Ray Fisher is a talented actor. Um, he brings an intensity a darkness um a certain mystique to cyborg that i didn't necessarily know i would necessarily needed with that character a batman level of brooding yeah and like there is that tragedy to the character mm-hmm. and there is something that this movie could do with technology how it interacts with people um 
all of these different concepts that I could really go in and play with. And I think Ray Fisher is capable as an actor to lead a movie like this. Um, and I think that this really a cyborg movie could be something different. Like it could be almost DC's Iron Man in a sense where it's like, oh, it's the super robotic, you know, hero, but it's obviously very different from the billionaire Tony Stark, who sure. just puts on a suit to then cyborg who has literally half of his body or more is mm. made up of a cybernetic material. Um, and I just want to see something like a, a, a RoboCop sort of thing um, oh. go on with Cyborg. And then you can lay this, if you want that Teen Titans movie, best way to have it happen, lay the foundation for it in Cyborg, have him show why he can be the future mm. leader of the team. You know, have a Nightwing cameo in here or something. Oh, and oh, uh, you just you just build to it. And I think just a, a Cyborg movie, you get like Stephen Cable Jr. to come in and direct it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, well, that would actually be really. Good. That would be excellent. Uh, I just think that we just really we could use this for the DC universe. I think it's it's another one of those younger. It, I mean, Ray's in his I think th- early thirties, so he's not like you know in his mid twenties, but like he's still a younger skewing actor who can still, I think, one now that like he's experienced the. Uh, fun that can be had mm-hmm. and saving the world and using these powers and everything and interact with Aquaman and Batman and Flash. Yeah. Like there is a fun that now can be had with him moving forward instead of the dark brooding, you know, material we got with, you know, Justice League. And you can flip this around and get something fun going and give us a I think a cyborg that is a better representation of the character or the version of the character that I think a lot of people fell in love with through um, you know, Young Justice or Justice League Unlimited or whatever. Okay. I think I can fo- I think I can follow the logic that you're not the logic but like the pitch where you're going for in the story beats and things like that. Um and it sounds somewhat redeemable now that you kind of lay some lines out for it. Okay. But you're still I not on board. Just don't I just don't think you put Cyborg on a poster board without, you know, sprinkling in Beast Boy or uh Robin or Nightwing. Or um, yeah. star, or uh, I'm losing the Raven, names. Or, Raven yeah. or anything like that, and then just without you know drawing a crowd. I mean, I think I think that's a fair point. Like, is the his it, he has no single ident- identity outside of Justice League or Young Justice, really? In terms of the larger, I know he's true, comics true, are right. Like, quite, I think. Um, this suggestion or my or me picking cyborg is more of like i think it'd be good for the dc universe and like to have this character have a more prominent role mm-hmm. now and moving forward um if you if i was to go at it from wb's perspective i don't know if i would throw 200 million dollars at a cyborg movie that you'd probably have to do to get the right amount of visual effects the quality that you need to have a, yeah. a very cgi heavy character lead your movie um, and there's not really a way to do most of this stuff practically. So it's not going to be a cheap movie to make. Ray Fisher knows that he said that he's commented about it before. Um, but I think if you can find a way that this movie, that this character could really serve the DC universe moving forward. Yeah. So, so it wouldn't be my first choice, but you mentioned it shouldn't happen. So okay. just yeah. right off the bat, I got to go for it. All right. All right. But what is, what's one for you? Uh, one for me, I mean, this is the, my number one must happen, and it's Booster Gold. Uh, it, it, it just, like, the, the he's the most interesting, not the most interesting, because um, I don't know if it'd say interesting, but he has the most exciting and um, wild array of ways to go about telling his story. A dude from the future who travels to the past 
to be a hero mm-hmm. and to, I mean, earn fame or, you know, courage or what, like whatever the, your angle is here, that your Arnie Hammer-esque lead, that's my pitch. Um, oh. I feel like. I'll throw you a fan cast once your pitch is done. What? No, go ahead right now. Who could be better? Andy Samberg. Oh, that would be a wildly di- oh my oh man yeah because then it could be a bumbling like yeah just think of his Brooklyn Nine Nine mm-hmm. yes. as a traveled to the past wannabe superhero <laughs> yes it's gold Jake it is Peralta Mr. Gold <laughs> yes Jake Peralta in uh, in DZ's Booster Gold oh, I would I would be all about that all right but if you want a more chiseled jit right. chiseled chin <laughs> to don the don the blue and gold. Um, this, this would be the way to go, but cause I think, I think Arnie is good with situational. Yeah. I, he can be, I think he has the potential to be good at situational comedy. I haven't seen, uh, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. He's good in that from a comedic standpoint, free fire. There's some comedic beats to oh, that. That's right. He's, He's got really some, in character some charm in uh man from uncle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he could do it. I think he's probably the more, the more likely choice. Yes. He's got the, he's got the more leading man physique and mm-hmm. everything, but man, he, I just, Arnie's, I mean, I know Arnie's family is rich. These are billionaires, but one day he's going to want a payday and not work in indie movies. <laughs> and this will be, this will be the way to go. But you know, I mean, Greg, uh, Berlanti is mm-hmm. like, so I've been talking about it but just recently. I think March was the last time I read about it, but I was t- told the rap. Yeah, they, the they, they, yeah, I think it was the rap. They talked. To, to they them. had a pretty good conversation about it. Um, like you know how, and it's 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 an unwieldy subject matter because you can go all sorts of directions, and finding like a core hit would be hard. But a time traveling movie with a guy who's pretty self centered in a lot of ways, and all in it for himself, who can like you know find his real heart of gold, if you will, at the uh, end of it, will be like this really wide turn for them that they're making and to be having fun like that Shazam is signaling mm-hmm. for us here they're like oh we're not going to take it too seriously anymore let's just go have fun with these movies so and there's no better one for this you can it, it could work as an R if you want to it could work as PG-13 um, if you want to go, it probably work best as PG-13 yeah I don't know why it needed to be R Unless you just wanted to like, I feel like if, I feel like really if they went, strong comedy or yeah. really strong inappropriate comedy. I feel like if they went R, it'd be like, oh, this is like R Deadpool. Yeah, yes, exactly. And he could be that could too. Be. But I think you work better as like a, oh, I've learned to love the children. All mm-hmm. right, the, the, the planet's worth saving, or whatever the case <laughs> is. I don't let the dinosaurs go extinct. I'll save one or two, or I don't know what the case is. But yeah, Booster Gold. Um, I think it's the str- has the strongest potential to be different than everything else they've made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I would love to see, like, a true, like, comedy in the superhero genre. And yeah. I think Booster Gold would absolutely do, like, could be that. And that's why I would want Andy Samberg. Just think, like, mm-hmm. have you seen um, uh, Never... Uh, Pop Star, Pop Never Star, Stop, yes. Stop Stopping. Yes. yes. No, have, yes, of okay, course. Okay, okay, just, I just, you know, it, it's, a, it's a criminally underseen movie that is absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. And, like, if the... Flopped. Yeah, but, like, but that... in my heart. The... Uh, the personality mm-hmm. that Jake has is uh, that you could so booster gold. Um, or not Jake, uh, Andy, or whatever his character's name ah, is. Shoot, not Buster Scruggs. That's a different thing. Uh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, whatever the character is, the pop oh star. Oh my gosh, it's gonna drive me insane. It is. It is so good. Um, yeah, and it, like even if it was done like that, where it's shot like a mockumentary, where. He's like, this is Booster Gold, and let's come. Fu- yeah, please. 
Connor. Yeah. Connor for real. <laughs> Come on. Ah, oh, man. Hate myself. But yeah, that's my choice. All right. Fair enough. I love it. Um, I will move on to a movie that we don't talk about on the podcast. We don't. Oh, okay. The Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to break the silence here because we can talk about we, it. We, we just can. can't talk about the guy. We can't talk about, you know, who, whether or not he will or will not play exactly. the character again. Um, and I don't think he, I'm, as much as I like him, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll say his name, Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> just, he I, who I, shall I, not be named. I just can't say it three times. Uh, but I do like his portrayal of Batman. But I think just in the way the DC universe is going, it needs to go. Yep. Um, I don't think he wants to play the version of the character that they need and that, that would even fit the script that it seems like Matt Reeves is working on because mm-hmm. it looks like he wants a young Batman. I, as much as I don't necessarily want to see the origin story again of Batman because right. we've seen it mm-hmm. done pretty well by one Christopher Nolan. Um, I think there is a different twist that Matt Reeves will probably put on it that – uh, I think can be fun that will open up the doors for this Batman to still be part of the larger universe, but then also still be set in a place where they don't have to worry about, well, how come X hero isn't showing up mm-hmm. because now they're, you know, part of the Justice League together. It's like, well, this actually takes place 20 years before that. So they don't even know each other. They're problem solved. Right. Um, so like, I think that the Batman, it's just crazy to think that the DCEU is going and has been going since 2013. And we don't have a Batman solo movie yet. We have Batman v Superman. We mm-hmm. have him appear in Justice League. But we are, you know, now like two years into the like Matt Reeves era of developing this movie. Are we really? Yeah, that's right. Um, and we still are like nowhere. Like production may start in the summer of 2019, which means we're still not going to hit theaters till like late 2020, 2021. Um, like we are still so far away from this movie and it just blows my mind that like WB is just like sitting on a new Batman. Like, I don't think it's like too close to, um, you know, dark Knight rises. Like mm-hmm. I think people have accepted that they know it's the end. It's, there's no confusion over whether or not that movie takes place in like the DCEU or anything. Like it's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. And just like, man, like the Batman is such a moneymaker from a business standpoint. I don't understand how this hasn't happened yet. Um, at the same time, I do appreciate that he's uh, letting Reeves do his thing at his own pace, mm-hmm. not rush him, not force him to leave or anything. Just like let him do his thing because the last two movies he did the for the Apes franchise yeah. are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so if he can do anything close to that caliber of filmmaking with the DCU and with Batman as a character, um, as his Caesar, uh, then oh man, like we could be in for a whole new crazy trilogy of Batman movies and th- th- we need one. The dude works slow. I mean, Reeves, like, I mean, would it take four years, was four years between each one of those films? Uh, Definitely a lot longer than it was. Like, it was three. Tip three. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit longer than like the average yeah, cause, uh, two-year turn. Because Dawn came out 2014 and then <clears throat> War came out last year, 2017. And Rise. Rise he didn't do, but that correct. came out in, I think, I think it was what, 2011. 11. So, yeah, it was three years. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, anyway, they move at a pace that he moves at a pace that's comfortable for him. And, mm. uh, yeah, I definitely think that's a good thing. Um, and, yeah, they, they need to make one. Um, I don't personally have that on my list. Okay. I kind of think they're – their talents are focused elsewhere it's not that it's not happening but it's just like it's so 
it's so happening. I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, I'm putting it down be kind of a waste. Like, here's oh, like, sorry, here's, I didn't know I was cheating. No, you're not cheating. <laughs> you're not cheating. You're just putting special emphasis. Like, okay, Matt, you've had your time. Please right. put something up, cast and put this just in give production. Us something. Me, it's sort of like, that is so happening. Mm-hmm. You don't need to push it any harder, but I guess you do. You need to yeah. beat Matt Reeves with a stick a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> to get it going. But no, awesome. Um, to follow up with Batman, though, I do think they would be better served um building out from him okay before going back to him at the very least and that would be getting a nightwing movie off the ground um i don't know why chris knight's chris mckay chris mckay thank you chris knight is not (laughs) the same guy that's travis knight and i just kind of spliced two people together there if they Um, co-directed both animated backgrounds come together for a live action nightwing that'd be great at least I didn't say Adam McKay or anything. Like <laughs> hey, and Adam McKay, that would be a very different Nightwing. <laughs> that would be, or would it? I mean, you've seen Bax, or no, Vice, I'm sorry. I have not seen Vice. We've seen the trailer for Vice, yeah. <laughs> and we know the potential of Adam McKay. <laughs> so, uh, but really, um, Nightwing m- moving forward, I think, is much cooler because the character is at least can be more unsure of himself mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, especially um, if you... you you can bring back. You can bring the man back um, to play that universe's same Batman, if you'd like, or you could just leave him out of the picture in general. But it's sort of like a a relationship that went sour, uh, or just wasn't working out super well, and he's striking out on his own. It's like a coming of age superhero movie, which they all kind of are. Yeah. But this one is like, oh, I'm a superhero. I know I'm a superhero. We don't need to dance around the you've got your powers, toxic mm-hmm. waste. It is just him kicking butt in Gotham and the joy that would be able to be, you can drop him into all of these other bat family characters mm-hmm. that you're obviously looking to get off the ground eventually. Yeah. And the best way to get that going, I think is Nightwing. So that's why I've got that as number two. Do you have any, uh, like a, a fan cast? I don't have a fan cast for Nightwing yet because I'm open to ever. I mean, like I'm, re- I'm really open to everything. Um, Timothy Chalamet will be Batman, not Nightwing, but I, I, I could totally buy his first superhero gig being Nightwing. Okay. Um, he's just got that air and that attitude to him. All right. Um, or you could go, you know, the, um, I'm going to mispronounce the nationality, but the Romani mm-hmm. um, route as well. And the yeah, a lot, a lot of people want to see that happen. Um, I just don't know the specifics of that. Me neither. Yeah. So I was like, I just don't know who like would qualify to go in <laughs> yeah. there. So <laughs> I don't want to make anyone too mad but i think that would be also an excellent way to go yeah um sticking with the bat family i'll go the other direction batgirl there it is um this movie at one point had joss whedon direct it did and not thankfully but thankfully uh he is no longer directing this movie it's better for the project yes and And everyone we currently do not have a director um for it yet but christina hodson is writing the script um after completing work on the birds of prey movie uh, script which apparently was a huge hit that's why that movie was kind of leapfrogged a lot of other projects and became a priority for them and it's going to come out in 2020 um, but Batgirl fascinating character really fun um, I love Barbara Gordon and I want to see her on the big screen in a proper way not the uh, Alicia Silverstone version <laughs> you know we got those old right. Batman movies um, but like I just want to see her do her own thing and kind of similar to Nightwing where she can be the connecting point for a lot of the Bat-centric stuff where mm-hmm. she can go and 
interact with the birds of prey. She can go meet up with like Black Canary and Huntress and one uh, at one point, but then she could also go like hang out with uh, Harley Quinn and like got poison ivy or something like right. she can do all these other things but then she could also go and hang out with like cyborg be part of like the young teen titans team or whatever and mm-hmm. like i just really think that sh- her uh i think attitude to being a hero is a little different than like uh like nightwing nightwing i think still has like some joy to him outside of batman's like brood um but like i think barbara like really at least um especially like the the rebirth kind of take on the character which i'm the one this one i'm more familiar with um she is like more of a millennial like she like is very like kind of uh upbeat and happy but she's still yeah. like more of an investigator and she uses those elements to her and i just think that's a, a really fun take on the character mm-hmm. that we could go and i just really want to see that batgirl um because it looked like at one point this movie was like moving quickly like when joss Whedon was on there's like oh this this movie coming up next right mm-hmm. after wonder woman yeah and then joss Whedon goes off we get christian hodson and then there's like nothing and I'm like <laughs> right Where's and, where's the momentum? The, 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 the worst part of that, or the worst part, but just like the thing about it too, is like Whedon departs the project, and he's, the rumors are unworkable script. They, they wouldn't let me do any of my ideas or something like that. And so it's like, oh, so whatever WB wants is not what like Josh Whedon, the guy who mm-hmm. saved Justice League, <laughs> um, you know, uh, could get going. Yeah. And like Christina Hudson, like hammers out a birds of prey script and they're like do you want to take crack of this and yeah next thing you know we don't hear anything but she's probably writing it obviously right. um but hopefully eventually it materializes right and like uh, she got that job because at, at one of the scripts for birds of prey had barbara gordon appearing that may or may not still be the case we don't know um but hmm. it looks like she has an understanding and familiarity with the character when they're like oh great good because we just lost our director so why don't you come write a new script for our background movie um and really flesh out this character that you did a solid take on before um i don't know if that means they would start off in the oracle route or at least that would be established in the history of the character already where you know the joker had tried to kill her now she's like she was rehabbing and basically Mm -hmm. just being the eye in the sky for batman and a lot of other heroes and sending them out on missions and helping them out um kind of in the background and then she finally has to come back and be Batgirl. Um, but I think that's probably that. I feel like that's a, a fun take on that character where then it's not just her. Oh, she's a, she's a female hero. She's doing this. She's doing her thing. Instead it's, she has to come back from the tragedy before oh, yeah. and rise back up to be the, the, hero. the, 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 the sleuthy detective type yeah. thing, the Nancy drew ask like attitude that you're kind of like yeah. alluding to. That would be really sweet to see kind of play out. Only just like in a Batman universe, right? Or like the Gotham City, rather. And I'd love to see uh, Jane Levy from Don't Breathe be cast as Batgirl. I can't even think of her actually. So, but all right, I'll you take haven't your seen Don't Breathe. I'm not. Uh, no, I've seen Don't Breathe, but I can't. Yeah, think she's of the lead. Jane. She's the lead girl. I can't. I can only oh, think man. of the guy who's in. You can only think of Stephen Why? Yeah. Oh, oh no, uh, Dylan um, something. They're different people. Uh, I thought you were. I thought you were going with Stephen Lang, the old guy that. Oh yeah. Break into. Um, no, I'm not thinking that guy. Okay. No. No, you're, th- you're thinking you're, you're thinking of Dylan Minette or something. I don't know his last name, but yeah, he was on Thirteen Reasons Why. He was on uh, Agents of Shield. He was in the first Goosebumps movie. Yes. That he was kid. in much of things. Yeah, that's who I think of that movie. But. All right. All right. Um, Next up. Sure. Justice League sucked. Yeah, Justice League was bad, uh, but maybe Justice League Dark Ooh. could be. 
lighter and more fun. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. And I don't even know a lot about Justice League Dark. I just know that when I Google search images of Justice League Dark, like it looks so kick butt, like in all sorts of ways. And um, as I was kind of like pulling up materials for our conversation today, uh, I came across a Polygon article with like led me to tweets about uh, from uh, what's his name? What's his name? Joseph Kahn, who had pitched justice league dark oh yeah 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 and he shared the first look at like swamp thing or like just just some art and i know it never ever gets that far or whatever the case is but the thing is so cool he's like this hulking tree like root gone bad with these vines and red eyes and you've seen that i'm showing it to you now yes yeah it is it is the most epic thing in the world and i would just love to see justice league dark brought out in some kind of way like that because there's it's pulpy it's 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 more pulpy than anything else um and you'll allow a deep dive into fantasy genre and all sorts of other things like that mm-hmm. and i think it would be like a that's a dc movie type like it'd be a right. head-turning dc type of a film um and that's really why i would be about it um for the most part and then you can get Constantine and all sorts of other people mm-hmm. like that involved and added. Maybe Keanu Reeves can come back. Keanu Reeves was the Constantine yep, fulfillment was. version, right? Yeah. Yep. Not that that was like anything no. somewhat tied to what we have here today, but that would the, be to like 2004 or something like it super early 2000s. Yeah. It's like right when he was like popular. Let's make you even more popular. Yeah, it was like on the, the super ver- like trend. At the had end just of like Point there. Break, I believe, like is after that, I believe. Um, but yeah, Justice League Dark project they've been working on forever. Guillermo del Toro was supposed to direct it at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Farrell at one point was eyed to be Constantine, and Ooh. Ben Mendelsohn was going to be the villain of the film. Um, but yeah, that, that movie—that's uh, uh, one of those movies on this list that, like, three years ago was like, "Oh, this movie is like happening." There was Doug Liman was going to direct, Andy Muschietti yeah. was approached at one point. Um, it doesn't have a director at this point, but uh, that, there was one time where it was being described as like a haunted house movie, kind of, where it was there was like something wrong and like the justly dark had to go into this building and like maneuver their way to like the end threat or something. And like, I don't know that, that pitch always sounded really cool to me. Um, cause I, I like, I like these characters. I like going the more like legit horror route with justly dark. And yeah, I think, uh, I think that'd be a cool movie. Yeah, all of all of this promo, promo artwork from Khan is just so good. Yeah. I remember, like, it was like after it was after I think he shared that stuff. People were like, or, or no, it was um, I think after Annihilation, Alex Garland revealed that he pitched like a Swamp Thing movie or something. It's like just give him Justly Dark. Oh, you're just let him have the Swamp Thing from this movie and yeah. let that be like the crazy monster it visual would, that yeah. he gets. It's just like man, like WB, if you turn down an Alex Garland could movie, you, man, could you imagine that Swamp Thing being brought to life practically as well as like? With some <laughs> overlay visual effects. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't. That's with. I don't know if we'll get Swamp Thing now because he's getting his own um, show on DC Universe, um, produced by James Wan, which I think that's like a, a good call based on his horror background. Um, but yeah, so maybe that's delayed. Just League Dark is they're like, well, we're not going to do too much of the same kind of things. But mm-hmm. um, we'll see. I mean, they are developing a Supergirl movie, and they have Supergirl on TV right now, and. Um, I don't know when that movie's going to happen, but they also have a Flash movie or a Flash show on uh, the CW, and they are developing a Flash movie, and that's yep. one of the other ones that I like. Come on, 
Yeah, same here. I, it, this is the one, even beyond the Batman, where I'm just like, how is this one just like been so troubled? Like, how have you lost? It's a no-brainer. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. How have you lost? I mean, Seth Graham Smith, fine. Uh, Rick Famuyiwa. <laughs> how did like you guys let him go because he's going to be like a little maybe too edgy or political or topical with his movie? Like, come on, you got to have. And now you have uh, Jonathan Goldstein, John Francis Daly, directors of Game Night, one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. And you have Ezra Miller, who I don't necessarily love his take on Flash. In Justice League, but I think that's more of a product of the movie, and it's not necessarily uh, Miller. Yeah. Um, but I think there's something very fun that you can do with this character, with these directors, um, and with this universe. And they are just squandering the opportunity by not doing anything. I mean, they're they've delayed it again to let the script be worked on more, but all but more just like, well, Fantastic Beast was a big hit. Fantastic Beast Two is already like almost at five hundred million dollars worldwide, I think, and we need to make a third mm-hmm. one and hit theaters in two years. So. We got to get that movie going yep. uh, real quick. And so, sorry, Flash. Fantastic Beasts 3 is a priority over your movie. So it just keeps getting these delays. And I'm just like, every time, like, there's no news, but, like, there's, like, oh, mate, like, there's, like, word about Flash news. I'm like, oh, gosh, please don't let it be that Daily and Goldstein left. Yeah. Like, I can't handle another director, like, exit. And I just... I feel like this movie has the the great bones you need for a perfect... or well, not a perfect movie, but for a fantastic superhero movie and they're talking about it has back to the future vibes and it may mm-hmm. or may not be flashpoint and um there's just all these different ingredients that would make it work and yet there's just there's seems like there's no momentum you know ezra miller's basically just saying you know if you guys know the flash you know he's not always there on time no matter his, his speed but he does get there and this movie will be made mm-hmm. i sure hope so yeah i need it 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 is it is yeah it is like uh, just weird to to see all of these great pieces all of these great directors all all of this talent approach this movie at Warner Brothers and then just be shooed away or leave like, with complete frustrations and especially like now with the Lord Miss Lauren Chris Miller's clout being higher than it we would have ever thought it could get to um summer of 20 what 17 when they were on the project yeah or when they were on the star Wars, when they're on solo oh yeah that, out. Uh, yeah yeah summer 2017 <laughs> mm-hmm. which was you know crazy but you know so like all of that said though um you still have one of the the more entertaining and fun actors and like, and just the personality and Ezra mm-hmm. Miller sitting as your lead yep, and nothing's being done. Yeah. Kirstie Clemens, you have Kirstie Clemens Iris West. In there as well. You have Billy Crudup who doesn't love a good Billy Crudup. <laughs> I mean, I know those mission impossible three fans will hear me, but, uh, it is just like, come on. The, the, uh, it is a recognizable property. It's a fun property. Mm-hmm. It's, has the potential, like you said, to be nostalgic if you want to go to some of those like time travel, yeah. some mecacy areas of like, you know, it's so they just need to get with it. And yep. it's definitely on my list right there. So awesome. Well, what's your, you got one more then? I have one more then. And this is the, this is the no brainer. This is going to be like the Josh. I think this is happening. This is kind of like no duh, but it's Suicide Squad 2. Oh. This movie should not linger in development. It should be slated for a release like, tomorrow oh 
I believe. Yeah. Listen, James Gunn is attached to write it and probably Maybe direct it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yada, 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 to the director's chair. And when he does, it's going to be treated like a riot. It's going to get favorable coverage it, because every writer in film Twitter loves James Gunn. He can't do any wrong, which I'm not saying that sarcastically. It's just like he's, it's true. he's revered in a lot of ways. Like, and, and a I, lot of people are like on his like corner. Or they're in his corner right. of like, all right, screw you, Disney. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you need to do, Gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen, I know that DC's not looking to start like a cage fight with Marvel or whatever the case is, unless you're David Ayer. But um, you can you can get a proxy war with that going, and anyone that was like you said in James Gunn's corner is going to come out swinging for this movie. And even if it just it's just rotten for some way, I don't think it would be. But even if it is, you're going to get that seven hundred million dollars again regardless of who's in it. Yeah. As long as the one trailer is cut well enough and not, and you don't allow that same company to take a pass at your movie. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that, and, that, and that's really the strength of it too. But also, of course, you can reel back in Will Smith as Deadshot, um, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. as Harley Quinn, and you can add all these new characters or go out. I mean, you should see our episode, listen to our big question, where we cast James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, it was so much fun. Um, so with all of that said, you've got to get it done. All right. I do not have it on my list. I have another Harley Quinn project, though. Oh. Uh, Gotham City Sirens. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the one after uh, Birds of Prey comes out in 2020 that this will be the one that comes out next. Uh, maybe Suicide Squad 2 gets the bump up um, because James Gunn finishes the script you know early next year and they're like all right great now we can film it right after birds of prey is done everything's gonna be David perfect still directing right he is currently still attached i don't know if that would should necessarily oh, hold i don't know how he can you know film that and bright too at the same time good point bright two is filming i think at the end of 2019 oh my tentatively gosh. um but i just think that uh oh. other than uh, i think the the big thing for me with this project and with Harley Quinn's future mm-hmm. is Margaret Robbie. She has a lot of say and I think control over where this character is going to go, where it has gone. Um, she's a producer on Birds of Prey. That was the project of the four that were kind of into like, all right, which one's the Harley Quinn project going to go next? That was the one that she was like, that's what I want to do. I'm going to work with a screenwriter. I'm going to get a producer credit. I'm going to do all these different things that most stars normally wouldn't do for a superhero movie so I can make sure that this movie turns out the way I want it to go and not yeah. like a suicide squad or something. I believe that Gotham City Sirens would be the next one up because recently she's been talking about how she would really love to see the uh, relationship between Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy be part of the big screen. And what would I do that then have her and Poison Ivy and like Catwoman team up for Gotham City Sirens after we get, you know, use her to help introduce the birds of prey. She comes in and helps introduce a bunch of female villains as well. And then in like two or three years after that, it's the birds of prey versus Gotham City Sirens or something oh, like yeah. you get this epic, mm-hmm. you know, clash between all of these uh, DC female characters. And I just think that Gotham City Sirens may be under a different director. I think Ayer could still probably get the job done, but I just, there's not that confidence that I have or that I had going into Suicide Squad based on like Fury or some of uh, or like End of Watch or some of yeah. Ayer's other work. So, um, I and I don't know if there's any bad blood between him and DC. Like if they could still work together, or like I feel like that'd be a, just be a sh- 
strained relationship if that smooth is actually going to happen with him. So um, I would probably rather see somebody else take the reins of it, but I just think Godzilla Sirens makes a lot of sense as the next continuation of the Harley Quinn arc, mm-hmm. um, set up another franchise, another IP, and yeah. uh, really get it going. Which is usually the crazy thing to come out of like all of these non-Justice League adjacent movies, or these Justice League adjacent movies, like the, the Unjustice League or Injustice League, mm-hmm. like film are here, where we have like basically Harley Quinn being the superstar of it all, which is kind of cool mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. Especially, too, like you said, because if they go that route, Harley Quinn becomes the main character yeah. of all of those. Like, the the proest of protagonists well, right? I, I think, and of antagonists. Right, and I think, really, like, you could look at it as, um, on the villain side, it would be Harley. Hero side, it would be Wonder Woman. And, I, and like... There's already people who are like, well, if Superman's not going to make his cameo in Shazam. Mm-hmm. If you if you still want that DC connection, just get Gal to film an extra scene on the set of Wonder Woman 1984, and just like get that, like plug her in. There's like there's like a plate shot you already like, you know, positioned yeah. with Billy, and I just need Gal to come in and use CGI her in mm-hmm. at the end. Like, I think I think she is the one that's going to lead the DCEU. Um, as a whole, she'll be the fan, the face of the franchise. But then you look at yeah. what they're doing more on like the criminal side or the underbelly of the DC world. It'll be Harley driving a lot of that action. So, which will be epic. It will be. So, um, do we have like do you have like one honorable mention you want to throw out? I have. I mean, honorable mention. Yeah, I guess so. I could talk about how we all kind of want to see Black Adam materialize, which. Yeah. It, Indications are that it probably will very soon, or at least gain traction once Shazam gets off the ground and takes flight. Um, but you know, <laughs> production last we knew of with Johnson was like sometime at the end of next year, yeah. something will happen potentially. Potentially, <laughs> but he's a busy dude. Yes, um, and like I think his 2019 schedule was like already packed. I don't know how it works, but something's gotta happen there, or at least it better. It needs to. Dwayne's a bankable movie star. Even a movie that people, you did not like at all, and people did not like at all, and audiences did not like at all. Skyscraper. Oh yeah. You know, I thought he was just terrific in it, and you <laughs> he know, was good in it. And yeah. he will. He he's that guy who can get butts in the seats, mm-hmm. even if the like, uh, who cares about superheroes? Right. You I know, think Dwayne. As one would help. Well, as a supervillain. As a supervillain, thank you. Uh, as a misunderstood sometimes. Yes, as an anti-hero. There um, go. Yeah, I think Black Adam is. In, that's the weird thing about like all these. We, we we joke about. Oh my! They have over twenty movies in development. Oh my gosh, DC! Like, get a grip on your like. Just yeah. take it slow. But like, really, a lot of these projects, I am genuinely like. If there was news to come out tomorrow, like this one is happening, I'm like, oh cool! Like, I am excited. I'm interested in seeing this like come to fruition. Um, if Shazam, if Black Adam doesn't happen by the end of next year, I'm, I'll be kind of just waiting for Rock, The Rock mm-hmm. to just leave and like go to Marvel and like do like something with Disney after yeah. Jungle Cruise again. Get on that Eternals bandwagon or something. Do like the that. do the Eternals? Go play Namor. Um, just be like the super jacked version of the character. Like just do something like that. Can he be Galacticus? I don't think I don't know why oh, you, you okay. wouldn't. I don't think you'd waste him. Not to say that Galactus would be a, the a wasted character. Would be a waste, the, the, yeah. the, the charisma would be a waste, but also Galactus will, ha- will have to be a giant CG character just because he is so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather get like the one character. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. I don't know if it totally worked, but like Ted Danson, I think would be oh, so. Man. I think he's got he's got the voice and that chin. Mm-hmm. But you just like put the weird helmet on him, right. and you've got Galactus. Um, but that, that's just a that's just a random Perfect. note of mine. Um, 
but yeah, an honorable mention. I I'm still think probably the choice would be Deathstroke. I still think that you are obsessed I, with Manganiello. I, I I like Manganiello. Uh, Gareth Evans, not Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Raid movies are phenomenal, uh, and he can direct the crap out of action. I didn't love Apostle. But I think that movie is fine. That's and, the latest one, right? Yep, that was his Netflix uh, movie with uh, Dan Stevens. Um, and I think that like he could still get this movie into this like thirty million dollar low budget gritty uh, action movie that's just like super stylized, super epic, and turns out to be a huge money maker for DC. Even though the last time he spoke about it, he was like, "Oh, that movie's not actually in development." Yeah, it was like they talked to me one day. It was reported that I may be doing Deathstroke, and then that was the last we ever talked about it. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, that's kind of sad." So that, this is this is probably this is never going to happen. It appears, but like, man, on paper, what a package! So uh, that is all we got for this episode. Those are all that's of the it. in development DC movies we think D- DC should make next. But as we kind of rallied off there at the top, there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we meant we did not mention some that you would like to see. And since we probably didn't do that, tell us which ones of the 20, like one or 22 movies that DC has in development that you want to see that we didn't mention. Or if we did mention them and you're like, yes, I agree with you. Tell us why. Um, or if you disagree, say, no, you're wrong. When you're not wrong. I just don't completely agree with you. Like how Josh doesn't agree that cyborg should be made. I, I, I just think it's a waste. Right. But so disagree like that. Exactly. So if you think maybe the flash movie is a waste of DC's time, they should mm-hmm. do Supergirl mm-hmm. instead or whatever. And just Ezra, let us know. Yeah. And Ezra Miller needs to focus on 20 fantastic beast sequels. Exactly. Like we all believe like they'll probably expand. I mean, they already mm-hmm. went from three to five. They'll probably go from five to eight. Right. They're <laughs> only getting better. They're only going to get longer. Um, so yeah, that's all we have for this episode. Um, of the big question hope you guys enjoyed it and if you did please subscribe share retweet and more plus our tunes are going to say five star view with comments that's why you enjoy listening to these episodes and then be sure as i mentioned to share your thoughts with us on twitter by us at friends of film and you can follow me personally on there at movie cooper and coops underscore hoops and you can get at me josh at just joshua ryan and thanks again for tuning in to your friends and podcast josh thank you for stopping and everyone and be sure to turn next week for our future episodes <laughs> <laughs>